Hey guys, it's me, Heather from Savvy Agent. I have cold this week, so it might not sound like me, but I promise it is me. Anyway, the subject of today's podcast is things that I'm looking forward to if and when our real estate market shifts. We've all heard that the shift is coming. I don't know anything about that. I'm not a statistician. I don't track that information. I only know what I experience. And the last two years have been different than the previous two years and the two years before that. And then before that, of course, life in general is never predictable, but the trends that you could usually rely on in real estate have not really been very reliable at all for the last couple of years. So if what everyone is saying is true and we're in for a shift, this is what I'm most looking forward to. Welcome to the Savvy Agent Podcast, where we help real estate agents build a thriving business so they have financial freedom in their life without having to work 24-7. I'm your host, Heather Wright. Now let's get to it. Okay, so the first thing, I kind of alluded to this in my little uh, intro to the podcast, but the first thing that I am looking forward to, if we have a shift in the market, is that we get kind of back to what I would call a normal market pre-pandemic and the trends that used to be reliable on trending your business for the year will once again be reliable. For example, I know that when I'm planning out my goals for the year and where my business is going to come from, I know that about 10% of my business for the whole year comes in in the first quarter. I live in Des Moines, Iowa. It is freaking cold here. Sometimes there's a lot of snow. It is almost always incredibly cold in January and February. And quite frankly, I don't really like to leave my house when it's that cold. (laughs) So other people might get a ton of business done in the first quarter, but mine, I attribute about 10% of business in the first quarter. And this year, for example, I think we had like 25 or 30% of our annual business was in the first quarter. I'm not looking at those statistics right now, so don't quote me on that, but it was significantly more than our normal trend of 10%. That's happened before pre-pandemic. It's happened where the weather was abnormally nice in the first quarter of the year. And so it resulted in more sales. So, you know, it's definitely a possibility that the trends are not reliable in any market, but the last couple of years, they've been completely unreliable. So I'm looking forward to being able to look at my business over a course of a period of time over the course of a year and plot out where I think things are going to happen. And I guess that's me saying, I want to be able to predict my unpredictable business, which is sort of a crazy thing anyway. But I mean, I, I just think that's something that will come back once this crazy market shifts back to a normal market is we'll be able to set trends a little bit more reliably than we have in the last couple of years. I'm also looking forward to not having to be a Pop-Tart. You know what a Pop-Tart is? Imagine you have one of those old-fashioned toasters. I have a toaster oven, so Pop-Tarts don't really work like this in my house. But you have one of those old-fashioned toasters where you put your Pop-Tart into the toaster from the top, and then you set your toaster on light to get that perfect Pop-Tart toastiness. And then when the toaster is done, it dings and it throws your Pop-Tart out of the toaster. (laughs) 
It's got so much aggression in that, in those old fashioned toasters, they just throw the pop tart out, but you know, it's kind of what we have been in the last couple of years. If a house comes on the market and a buyer calls and they want to see it, you have to go right now. Like that aggressive pop tart, (laughs) that old fashioned toaster. Okay. Let's go look at that house right now. So I'm really excited for houses to remain on the market for more than five minutes, for more than a day, so that we do not have to go show them the second they're listed. If it's Tuesday and we have somebody say, hey, I'm going to be in town this weekend. Here's a list of houses I want to see. Great. Maybe at least half of those would still be available for weekend showings. Whereas today, it's probably a good bet that nine out of 10, if not all 10 of those homes, and then 10 other homes that were listed from Tuesday to Friday are already sold before you have a chance to show them on Saturday. So that will be less frustrating for buyers because they'll have more choices and they won't feel like their realtor is somehow letting them down because they weren't able to look at it in the first hour it was on the market because they were at work or you had another appointment or who knows what dozens of reasons that of course we take the blame for, but it will just be so nice when houses are on the market for a little bit of time so that buyers can plan and realtors can plan. So we don't have to be Pop-Tarts in our business anymore. And part of that is also giving buyers the opportunity to make informed decisions. How many people have you helped purchase a house in the last two years where they didn't get the first house they made an offer on. Maybe it took them three offers, four or five. Like what, how many offers are you having to write on average for each buyer? I feel like the buyer trend has been, you know, they're hesitant to make their first offer, but then they kind of get used to the paperwork and it's not such a scary thing anymore. And so then they, of course, are nowhere near as aggressive as they need to be with the offer because like they just don't get it. You could tell them so many times until you're blue in the face on how they need to structure their offer. But, you know, for some reason they just don't get it. So they structure the offer in a way that does not position them to win the offer. So they lose their first offer. Then, then it's like a race. Every house thereafter that they even kind of like, okay, let's do this. Let's do that. You know, they strategize. Here's all of the things that we're going to do in our offer. And so the second offer doesn't usually work. The third offer might work. Somewhere between three and five seems to be the sweet spot with buyers on whether or not they're getting the house. And so, you know, of course they're going to get the house that they're meant to have, but the last two years has not really been the most amazing experience for buyers in the real estate market because they're making emotionally charged decisions. They don't have time to think. They don't have time to really make informed decisions. You want me to run comps? (laughs) There are no comps that are going to support the crazy price that you're going to feel you're having to offer in order to win the multiple offers that come in on this house. Like it's just, it's nuts. And so I'm really looking forward to having it slow down just a little bit. So I mean, is it asking too much that maybe we have time to do a second showing? (laughs) Remember the good old days where you could do a second showing a week later and the house was still there? Mm, That will be nice to give buyers a chance to make informed decisions and maybe write less offers. Wouldn't it be cool if we could one and done it? Another thing I'm looking forward to if we get this shift in the market is that maybe sellers won't think it's so fucking easy to sell their house. 
I am so tired of getting beat up over commission or dealing with for sale by owners because all you have to do is whisper in the wind to sell your house. And while, while there is some truth to that, it's not that easy people. And quite frankly, the pace of this market makes it sometimes even more difficult to sell your house. Actually getting the contract is not really the hard part. It's choosing the right one. It's navigating the one you choose from the contract to get it to close. It's, there's just, you know, it's a whole different set of problems and it's certainly not easier, but maybe when sellers see that houses aren't selling in five minutes, they will appreciate the pain and suffering that their realtors go through to get them from contract to close or to get them from for sale to contract and then to close. I'm really looking forward to having our listings on the market for just a little bit longer of a period of time so that we can leverage the listings for leads. That's been something that we have, you know, the the pace of this market has really not allowed us to get a lot of sign calls on our own leads. I mean, we have, we do get sign calls and intentionally we use the offer review period on most of our listings. And that does give us a small window of opportunity to, to leverage our listing for leads, but it's not like it used to be. So you know, even if a listing is on the market for seven days or 10 days, imagine the marketing you could do to get some leads out of that. You could do a Facebook ad. Do you remember doing Facebook ads? It's been forever since I've done one because my hands are full already. I don't, I don't need to do Facebook ads to get that business, but I could, if my listing was going to be on the market for more than two and a half days, because of the offer review period, then I could definitely increase my marketing to get more leads from that listing. And actually that takes me into my last thing that I'm looking forward to in the event that we have a shift in our market, more marketing opportunities in general, not just leveraging your listing for more leads, but just being able to market in general. So the last couple of years, it's kind of been the same, like telling everybody, oh my God, this market is amazing for sellers. (laughs) It's a great time to buy historically low rates. Oh, the rates are going to go up. You better buy now. You know, I mean, it's sort of been actually that one, the rates are going up. You better buy now. We've been saying that since 2010 when I got started. So that one never seems to come true, but here we are in 2022 and they are going up, but they might come back down. It's hard to say what's actually going to happen because none of us are fortune tellers, but I just remember having more time to do marketing and marketing is fun and, you know, having a little bit more sophisticated marketing and having, I mean, just time to get it done with. I'm looking forward to that. And maybe that makes me a simpleton, (laughs) but it's true. I miss having time to create those marketing opportunities. And sure, I probably could create marketing opportunities today, but like, it's very difficult to leverage your listing when it's sold. I mean, even sending just listed cards out, like we have a strategy this year where we started sending cards out to our sphere. Um, You know, so if we get a new listing, we might send it to a handful of houses around the house. But then we also send it to our sphere and past clients uh, that live near that particular property. Well, if you send that just listed card out, by the time they get it five days later, the house is already sold. 
And depending on what website they go on to look for the house, because, you know, just because we tell them our website doesn't mean that that's what they actually use. So depending on the website that they go look at, oh, I want to see what the inside pictures of that house looks like. The listing might not even be there. (laughs) So (laughs) it would just be nice to have more time to do higher quality marketing, be a little bit more sophisticated and less in a hurry. So those are the things that I'm looking forward to if and when we experience a shift in the market. So I'm not worried. I'm not worried at all about where my next check is going to come from. I've got systems in place to make sure that we leverage the opportunities from our database that we can. I am not worried that the sky is falling. I don't think that's going to happen. And if it does happen, well, fine. I'll be surprised. I don't care. But I don't have an end of days attitude about this at all. I'm actually looking forward to the opportunities that await us in the event that the market shifts. And I would encourage you to have a positive outlook on that too. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or other things that you're looking forward to in the event that the market shifts, I would love to hear about that. Send me an email at podcast at savvyagent.co. Have a great week.